0: friends, welcome back to the English Vocabulary Help Podcast, where I will teach you new English phrases and words that will help you sound natural in an English conversation. And if your goal is to be a very fluent speaker, then these phrases will certainly help you. Now, today I'm going to be doing a longer episode for you, so this will be great if you want to learn many phrases that can help you sound comfortable speaking English. Now, I promise all of these phrases that I'm using today are real phrases that Americans use in conversation. And when I teach you phrases, I want to make sure that you don't overuse these phrases. Now, that just means you're using them every single day. When we speak a language, we don't tend to use the same idioms or phrases every day, but these are more for special occasions. So if you use them sparingly, people will notice your wide vocabulary and you'll just sound comfortable and confident in a conversation. My name's Teacher Kayla. I live in the United States, and I'm an English teacher here. You can follow me on Instagram at Englishwithkayla. And if you want to know when a new podcast episode is up, you can follow English Vocabulary Help as well. If you're listening on iTunes, I would love it if you subscribe to the podcast and also left me a five-star review and let me know if you love learning from this podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify or any other podcast platform, make sure you share it with your friends that are also learning English and love to listen to podcasts. Podcasts are an amazing way to learn English, so make sure you listen to not only mine, but find others that you enjoy as well. All right, let's get right into today's lesson. Here we go. The first phrase that we'll talk about today is over the top, over the top. So if you saw someone wearing a very bright neon-colored shirt, and maybe you are at a formal event where most people are wearing black and white, you could maybe say, that shirt is over the top. When you say something is over the top, it means it's not really appropriate for the occasion. It's maybe a bit obnoxious, or it's too fancy, or it's too loud. So if we're talking about that bright-colored shirt when everyone else is wearing black and white, it's very loud, so you wouldn't want to say directly to the person your shirt is over the top because typically when you say something is over the top, it means you're annoyed by it. So it could be offensive. So be careful with this phrase. I always like to let you know when you need to be careful with the phrase using it directly, but you could definitely whisper to your friend, wow, her shirt is really over the top. Another way that we use over the top is when something is maybe too expensive. If you got a gift from someone and it was really expensive, it made you feel slightly uncomfortable, you might call the gift over the top. You went over the top on this gift. This is too much. So when something is too much or excessive, it is over the top. Okay, let's flip the script on this podcast. Flip the script is the next phrase that I want to talk about about today because this phrase is really useful, it's really natural, and most natives know what this phrase means. You won't learn this from a textbook. When you flip the script, it shows you are dramatically changing the current situation. So when you flip the script, it's usually a change that you make and others are not expecting. Let me try to give you an example of flipping the script. So when I think of the company Apple, they came out with the iPhone. And before the iPhone, there weren't really many smartphones. People were only using phones for texting and calling. So Apple completely flipped the script on phones, cell phones. Because now we use our phones for everything. We use it as a camera. We use it for the internet. We use it for apps. So they really flipped the script on what a phone is. So let's break this phrase down just a little bit. The word flip obviously means you turn it over or you reverse something as if you flipped a card or maybe you flip something while you're cooking it. And the script is just the written version of a movie or a play. So this phrase is a play on those words, flipping the script or flipping, reversing the story. And in this case, it's not really a story, it's what's really happening. We are all humans and we all have problems. Such is life. Now I wanna teach you about this phrase, such is life, because, again, it's a very natural phrase that you might hear in movies and you'll definitely hear native speakers saying this. My husband says this phrase all the time, which made me think to teach it to you today. Such is life is a phrase we use After we say something that is sad or a truth that cannot be avoided. For instance, everyone will go through breakups at some point. Such is life. So, what I'm saying here is if you're going to date or be in romantic relationships, the chances of you falling in love on the first time are very low. So you'll probably have to break up with someone at some point. It's a very sad thing. It's a sad truth of life. So Such is life. That's how we use it. We usually use it after we say something kind of sad. That's true. So when you want to talk about a truth of life that just can't be avoided, you'll say such is life. Have you ever been at a grocery store or a supermarket and there's a very long line or as British English speakers say, a very long queue and you're waiting your turn, you're being very patient. It's taking a long time. And all of the sudden, somebody cuts in line. They are not waiting their turn, and they just sidestep the entire line. That's the phrase I want to teach you today. Sidestep, or to sidestep. So again, this is a very natural way to say that somebody skipped something. In this case, the woman skipped waiting in line, which would be very rude. So you could say, the woman sidestepped the line at the grocery checkout. How rude. This means the woman skipped the line, just went to the front, and this would be very annoying. There are lots of ways you could use the phrase sidestep. I'll give you another one here. If someone's admitted to a university, even though they didn't have very good grades or test scores, they just sidestep the requirements. They sidestep them completely, meaning they skipped them. Maybe they didn't get the required test score, or maybe they didn't even get good grades. Somehow they had a connection with a family member, and that's how they got into the university. So they sidestepped their requirements and got right in. The next phrase that I'll teach you today is one that can be very confusing to non-native English speakers, and the phrase is going through the motions. Going through the motions. Now, motions are actions or movements. And when someone and when somebody goes through the motions, it means they're not thinking very deeply about what they're doing. They're just doing it as if they're on autopilot. They can just perform the actions without thinking. So when someone goes through the motions, it's often doing something that they've done many many times so they just don't have to think about it and if you have low energy you might just go through the motions you might not have to think about what you're doing you might not want to think about what you're doing I'll give you an example of going through the motions when you're just being kind of lazy so if you have a task at work that's pretty easy like maybe it's greeting customers when they come into your store You don't feel energized or happy that day, so maybe you'll just go through the motions for greeting them. They'll say, hello, how are you? What can I help you with? You don't sound excited and you don't sound cheerful. You're just going through the motions. You're not trying to do a very good job at your work. So when you go through the motions, you just go through the movements as if you are a robot and you don't think about it very deeply. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, at English with Kayla, I post daily English vocabulary tips there. And again, I'll also let you know when there's new podcast episodes out. And I also post Instagram stories. And I talk about music that I like in English as well. And one artist that I really like is Ed Sheeran. So he writes lots of beautiful love songs. And one love song that I really like of his is called Thinking Out Loud. It's very popular if you listen to English-speaking music. I'm sure you've heard it. And in the song, he talks about sweeping a girl off of her feet. When someone sweeps you off of your feet, they are so romantic that they instantly make you fall in love with them. So you could say, my husband swept me off my feet when I met him. Or I'm going to sweep that girl off her feet meaning you fell in love with them or they're going to make you fall in love with them. So one example I think most people will understand if they've seen the movie if they've seen the movie Titanic. Rose, the main female character is swept off her feet by Leonardo DiCaprio's character Jack. He takes her to the front of the ship and she puts her arms out and says, "I feel like I'm flying." That is the moment where she completely falls in love with him and he swept her off her feet. So that is the phrase that you can use when talking about falling in love or someone who's just very romantic. Okay, I want to go back to what I said earlier on in this podcast. Good English speakers, natural English speakers don't use the same phrases over and over and over because that's how they lose meaning and it's just not very impressive for your vocabulary to others. One phrase that you'll hear once in a while and that you can use once in a while is easy as pie. Easy as pie is a very useful phrase when someone asks you to do something simple or not difficult. And then if the task to you is delightful, like eating pie would be, You can use this expression. So something easy like maybe your wife asks you to take the garbage out or your husband. And if you don't mind, you could say, no problem, easy as pie. Meaning it won't take long, it's so easy, and you don't even mind going outside to do it. So easy as pie is just something that you say when you don't mind doing the task or doing the chore that someone asks you to do. The next phrase... Let's say you're in the kitchen and you have totally messed up the food that you're making or the meal that you're making. It looks disgusting. It does not look appetizing. So you say, I'm just going to throw it away and start fresh. Start fresh is the phrase that I want to teach you about. When you start fresh, it means you just abandon the work that you've done so far and you start all over at the beginning. So an For the food, you just throw it away and you get out new food and start over again. Oftentimes, when you meet someone and you don't get along well, you might ask them to start fresh in the relationship. So that's a pretty common thing that we ask people in the United States when we just start off with a bad impression and we need to get along with the other person. You could say, can we start fresh so you two can get a better impression, you try to start over Sometimes it can work, sometimes it's not going to be successful. You still might not like that person, that person may not like you, but asking to start fresh might help the situation. When you really like something or really dislike something, and maybe you think it was the best thing or the worst thing ever, you could use the phrase hands down. So for instance, if you saw a really good movie like Titanic, you thought it was the best movie you've ever seen, you could say, that was hands down the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Or if you really disliked the movie, you could say, that was hands down the worst movie I've seen in my entire life. So when you use the phrase hands down, it's easy to decide that it was the best. You don't want anyone else to question it. So if you ate an amazing, delicious meal, and you think it was the best meal you've ever had, you could say, that was hands down the best meal I've ever eaten in my life. You could talk about your friends who are loyal or kind. You could say that she is hands down the kindest person I've ever met. Or hands down my best friend. Something like that. There are many ways to use this expression hands down. And if you want to use it, just make sure that you mean that you don't want anyone to question what you just said and you are very sure of it. All right, you have worked so hard in this podcast to learn nine new English phrases. And I'm going to teach you your tenth here. And then we'll just call it a day. Call it a day. So when you call something a day, that's the phrase I want to teach you. Call it a day. It means you are done. You're done working. You're too tired. You can't get anything else done. This is a great phrase to use in the workplace or in the office. You could say, I'm so tired. I can't get any more work done. I'm going to call it a day and go home. It's when you've reached a stopping point in your work or whatever project you're working on. It's supernatural and you'll hear this all the time in the workplace. Let's call it a day. It's time to call it a day. Things like that. Alright friends, that was today's episode of the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. You can help me if you're listening on iTunes by reading this podcast five stars and leaving me a comment about what you liked about the podcast and make sure you share the podcast with your friends who are also learning English. Follow me on English with Kayla on Instagram. And for more English learning content all for free, you can go to my website, Englishwithkayla.com. I'd love to hear from you to hear what episodes you'd like to hear next and what questions you have about the English that I've taught you on the podcast today in the last episodes. And definitely, if you like today's episode, go back and listen to episode 8 and episode 7, because I also teach you lots of natural English phrases on those as well. You could listen to those several times to really get the phrases to stick in your brain so you can remember them and feel comfortable using them in an English conversation. Alright, thanks again for listening, and good luck in learning English.